Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to Emotion Monday, the last Emotion Monday of the year of 2021. Can you guys believe it? It's about to be 2022. <laughs> so welcome, everyone. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in and get started. Uh, so Welcome to Emotion Monday. Emotion uh, is a play on words. E is is electronic. Motion means that you know things are pushing things in motion, helping people get in motion. And this is just basically a push. You know, someone may not have had a good holiday. You know, uh, we just passed Christmas, so you never know what someone is going through. And this may be a boost. This may help someone get through the week. It may even be confirmation for what God has been telling you. Because I believe anything that God tells me is not just for me. It's not just for me, y'all. So welcome. All right. And also, I want to say I'm just so thankful for my podcast um, listeners, you know, they've been showing out this month <laughs> from everywhere, you know, different countries, different states. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you uh, supporting the PS, uh, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast and, and then impartaking in the thing that God gives me. So I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful to be here with you guys and to just have been faithful <laughs> to this for so long. I mean, y'all, I've been consistent, consistent and coming on here and just pouring and giving you guys what God gives me. So praise God. All praises goes to God for that. And I'm not going to prolong this any longer. You guys know, let the healing begin. Um, And how the flow of this show goes or the flow of this broadcast live goes is that I write a blog we discuss it on Mondays and it just kind of gives a dialogue and, you know, just kind of um, gives us a little push and teaches us some teaches us something. So, you know, I say Jesus nuggets. That's my whole thing. Come and get these Jesus nuggets, y'all. All right. <laughs> this is none of myself, but all that what God has put in me and he's put so much in me that in this season it's just pouring out. All right. So our topic for today is for tonight is the pain of waiting. We are wrapping up the pain series tonight, y'all. You know, there are so many other things that I probably could have pinpointed and talked about regarding pain. But, you know, I could be going on and talking about pain forever as far as this series goes. So we're going to talk about the pain of waiting. Who likes to wait? Who likes to wait for anything? You know, that's the hard. I believe that is the hardest thing to do for a lot of people is to just wait. But what makes the pain, I mean, the pain of waiting, what makes the waiting fruitful is that, you know, it teaches you so much. I want to get and start talking about this blog in the beginning. I have a, a tendency of doing that. So let me get started reading. And then whatever God wants to say in between. I let him do that. All right. So the pain of waiting. No one likes to wait. If by chance we are given a timeline on when the waiting on when the wait will be over, it still requires us to wait. <laughs> so even if we do know when our waiting will end, we still have to wait, y'all. So what makes waiting so painful? What makes it painful, y'all? Is it our posture or what we are doing while we are waiting? We're going to dive right into that right now. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> there were other parts of the pain series that I wanted to discuss, but I feel that ending it with the pain of waiting was ideal. You guys, we're waiting for the next year. We're waiting for 2022. You know, we're waiting on what is awaiting us in 2022. And some of us may be anxious to get there. Some of us may be anxious to just already jump into the year. But even in our waiting, especially this year, have you really been fruitful, productive with your waiting? 
you know, what have you been doing waiting for while waiting? What have you been doing in 2021 while sitting here right now waiting for 2022? You know, that waiting that we've been doing in 2021, it should have taught us something. You know, it should have uh, taken us to a place, grown us and uh, helped us grow in some areas. And usually that's what waiting does if we do it properly. So again, I do, I'm getting it. Look, I'm getting to this blog and I just want to get to the meaty part, y'all. I want to get to the juicy, juicy part, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and read this. Uh, there were other parts of the pain series I wanted to just to discuss, but I feel that ending it with the pain of waiting was ideal. An observation, waiting seems to be the hardest thing for a lot of people to do. I believe that is just the problem. Sitting around and just waiting. What are you guys doing while you're waiting? You know, what are you doing? The definition of the word waiting is, y'all know I'm a definition girl. I'm a word girl. Um, is um, The definition of the word waiting is to remain inactive or in a state of repose as until something expected happens. So when you're just plainly just waiting, you are inactive. You're doing nothing. There's no activity going on. There's no uh, planning. There's no preparation that goes on while you're waiting. And I'm going to tell you why that is like the worst. All right. <laughs> this means that there is no activity. The mind is just sitting. It's sitting idle. There's nothing that is, you know, causing it to, you know, when you have an idle mind, you know, and the Bible says it's the, it's, it's basically, it's the devil's playground. I don't know. I don't think that's in the Bible. Um, the idle mind is the devil's playground. So therefore, if you're sitting with your mind just on, not on God, and it's just sitting there not having, you know, not thinking, not de devoting, having any devotion to God, your mind, when your mind just sits there, it brings, it breeds room for the enemy to come in. It breeds room for, you know, doing things out of boredom that is not productive to your promise and not productive to the things that God has for you. So that's the dangerous thing about just simply just waiting. So like I said, this means that there's no activity. The mind is just sitting. There is nothing or no one really helping you through the process of waiting on something that you know will happen or hoping that it will happen. There may be many of you that are waiting on a new job, waiting on a marriage, waiting on a monetary increase, waiting for others to mature, waiting for a spouse to act right, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I believe all of us are waiting on something, all right? You know, I'm waiting on something, but I'm waiting on something in a particular, particular way. I believe I have a healthy posture for my waiting, all right? We're going to get into that. Look, y'all, I'm trying to get... I'm trying to hold myself from getting into the meat. Um, there are so many things and actions that we are waiting on, but what are you doing while you wait? Are you praying about your request or are you stewing because it did not come in your time frame? I believe that's a lot of the problem. I believe that's a lot of the problem of waiting um, because it's not fitting in our time frame. It's not happening before a certain age. It's not happening after a certain accomplishment. You know, I would say even for myself, um, I used to have, I mean, now that I look back at it, it was so ridiculous, y'all. A ridiculous timeline. I had these plans where I was supposed to make the amount of money I was supposed to make, uh, be married, have kids have all this stuff going on before the age of 30. Maybe it was 25, but it was within that, between the age of 25 and 30. And in hindsight, really what I was thinking and the best advice that someone gave me was that, you know, I was telling them, they asked me and my husband at the time, what was our plans? And I had this whole list and he basically told me, 
you're you're just getting started at 30. You're just getting started at 30. So I just looked at him crazy because in my mind, me being in my early 20s, 30s was just like, you know, I should be able to have my life together. <laughs> but knowing, you know, I wasn't in, in church. I didn't really have a devotion. So in that time, I was just sitting, waiting. I was sitting, waiting. Um, I didn't have nothing to occupy my mind, really. I mean, I went to school. I went to work. So I guess that helped in um, some ways. But I didn't have a devotion to God. Um, I wasn't in my word. So I was meditating on my desires day in and day out. I was meditating on getting married. I was meditating on finding the perfect job after college. When I tell y'all I had my timeline straight, like, okay, after I get my bachelor's degree, I'm going to get this job doing this and this and this and this and that, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm going to write for a, a magazine or I'm going to do some uh, production stuff or whatever and found out how competitive it was and how hard it was at the time to get into production. And, and what's so funny is look where I am now and anybody can get into production. Anybody, you know, can get into this doing podcasts, doing social media things. So, you know, it was just, it wasn't on my time frame. I'm going to sum that up. <laughs> I know I went a little off tangent, but it wasn't in my timeline. So once 30 came around or, or slowly approaching, I became disappointed. I became discouraged. You know, I became uh, just lost, not knowing really fully what God had in store or why he had me wait. You know, like, God, I'm a good person. You know, I try to do everything right. I try to do uh, things that I'm supposed to do. But why is it taking so long? All right. That could be painful. Um, and that can make us stew and that can make us angry. Uh, waiting done wrong can make it seem that God has forgotten all about us. If we wait wrong, guys, it could make it seem that God has forgotten about us. That he has forgotten what we have put down pen to paper. That he has forgotten the words spoken over our life. That he has forgotten his promises that he made to us. Anybody been there? Anybody felt that God just forgot about you? <laughs> We're talking about God here. <laughs> You know, you get in that place of, of disillusion. You know, you feel that God forgot about you. He just got you in this corner and, you know, like he then made these promises and you just like, okay, whatever, God, because this waiting is like killing me. <laughs> there is a purpose to waiting if done right. Sitting on our hands and twiddling our thumbs serves no purpose and preparing us for what we are waiting for. I'll say that again. There is a purpose to waiting if done right. Sitting on our hands and twiddling our thumbs serves no purpose in preparing us for what we are waiting for. We can't be sitting on our hands or twiddling our thumbs while we are waiting. And I'm not talking about doing busy work. You know, I'm talking about going to God and seeing what your purpose for. And this wasn't neat. This is Holy Spirit right here talking right now because I did not have this in my blog. In waiting, you're supposed to, to, to uh, unveil your purpose in that time with God, you know, in that devotion with God. You're supposed to have him slowly unveil, you know, the purpose unto you. And as he is unveiling, he is also peeling back layers of you. He is also uh, peeling these layers to show what, what's hindering from you uh, from getting the promise. You know, sometimes we could be waiting because we're not developed. You know, sometimes he's not going to do it because there needs to be further development. You know, because if you get it now, what you're waiting for, you could ruin the very thing that you were sitting in agony waiting for. You know, who wants to go through all of that waiting to get there and mess it up? 
You know, we don't want to do that. We want to be fully prepared and equipped for what God has for us. And that causes us to wait the right way. All right. So waiting this way makes us, um, you know, waiting with, you know, twiddling our thumbs and, you know, not even really just even trying to tap into purpose. Um, this this way makes us angry, impatient, impatient and anxious. And so much that we start to lose faith in the God that told us we had something coming our way. You're we're waiting. You know, that sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds real crazy. How can you lose faith in the God where the promise is coming from? Like you're waiting on God to do something. And then along the way of you waiting wrong, you're losing faith in the God that is going to deliver the promise to you, delivering what you're waiting on. You know, that sounds crazy. So how is waiting supposed to be done? There is something missing with this word waiting that makes it less painful, and that is patience. Patience is the secret (laughs) to waiting on what God has told you and what God has promised you. There is a difference between simply waiting and waiting patiently. The definition of patient is able to accept or tolerate delays problems or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious when you have this patience you know any hiccups anything that goes along the way is not gonna make you lose your faith in 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 god the one that's bring trying to bring you something good some bringing you know a promise to you waiting patiently will be able to to have you wait on God when you wait patiently and not just simply waiting. Psalm 27, 14 reminds us to wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. We got to wait, but we have to patiently wait. We have to talk to our father. We have to spend time and devotion unto him. We have to do this. Because then that makes the waiting tolerable. All right. That makes the waiting um, healthy. That makes the waiting uh, uh, giving us room to grow. This leaves room for growth when we wait patiently. All right. Also in 2 Peter 3 and 9, it states that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understood as some understand slowness sometimes look i'm gonna put a pause <laughs> in the middle of me reading this scripture you know we sometimes we got to repent for calling god slow on things he's he's time you know he's he's over time he's the you know master of all <laughs> and that includes time so to tell god he moving too slow And this is his plan and his blueprint. You know, we got to repent, you know, and I know we're venting, we're upset, but we have to repent. You know, God knows, God knows when to to give you something, when to deliver something, you know, in his time. Um, Again, let me read the rest of the scripture. You know, well, let me start from the beginning. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. With that being said, the Lord is often so patient with us. So what is causing us not to be patient with this promises? That's just kind of a double. We want God to have all the patience for us. But we don't want to be patient when it comes to, you know, the things and promises and things that he has said he was going to give us, which we all should know that the promises and things that he gives us has purpose, right? So what we're waiting on, I mean, it could be pleasing and that's the bonuses. I came on here and talked about the bonuses before y'all. We don't go after God for bonuses, right? 
We go after God for, for him finishing the work that he's done in us, for him molding us to fit what's in his will, you know? And it's pleasing because it's God. <laughs> if you love God, you may not like the process, but you'll love the results. You'll love what comes out of what he has to do and what he has to use to mold you into what he wants you to be on this earth. All right. So like I said, God is patient with us. I mean, we could do everything. We go to God, ask him, God, give, give me some more time. Give me some more days. Give me some, <laughs> some more time in the day. And he does that, you know, but then we can't wait on him to finish the work that he started, you know, so that we can, when we go and walk into the promise or walk into what he has promised us, that we will be well, well developed. Like, can we trust him that he is making us uh, ready for the promise? That makes the waiting a little bit more worth it. I, I say, in my opinion, <laughs> I'm probably going to step on some toes with this one. But could it be, but could it be lack or very little devotion that we give to him? Do we wait just on Sunday mornings to give him what is due? You know, sometimes when we say we're waiting patiently, um, like I said, it requires devotion. We wait, we wait till Sunday. So we wait all week to give God what is due and we wonder why we're impatient in some things. We wonder why we can't wait. God is eternal and his understanding of time is not like ours. Exactly. Which means we have to always consult him. We have to always consult him. And in consulting him, he always comforts us and tells us, wait, you know, I have you. I got you. I'm doing this because I love you. I'm making you wait because I love you. I want you to be ready. I don't want you to be destroyed by what I'm trying to get to you. Do you understand that we can be destroyed by blessings, right? If we're not prepared, we can be destroyed. And I always say it can either be a blessing or a curse. You know, and I can tell you one thing that uh, God has said to me, especially like I'm in a season of really trying to uh, get my health together and everything. And um, I know what God wants to do with me and where he wants me to go. But there's no like with me, there's no um, negotiation, like there's no way I can get out of the promise and the thing that he has for me. So either I'm going to go into this thing healthy and be fruitful and, and 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 be able to you know just be healthy in this or i can go into this you know go into these assignments and be unhealthy and having aches and having pains and having you know trouble breathing you know and having all of these issues going on so god gives us that choice like either you gonna be prepared you know, sometimes it don't even matter. It's like no negotiation. You can't even opt out of this. You can't opt out. I'm going to use you whatever shape that you're in. So sometimes it's best to wait. It's best to see what he what he is requiring, requiring from you to get ready. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, come to God with prayer and supplication. That is it. And that's good because anytime that you are waiting, that is exactly what you're supposed to do because that takes away all the anxiousness. You're supposed to come to go, come to him with prayer and supplication. All right. You're supposed to come to him. And matter of fact, because y'all know I'm a word girl. Look, we're about to look this thing up. Supplication. Supplication. The action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. So coming to him humble with prayer and supplication, asking, you know, and asking not in a way where God, you better give me what I want, but asking, 
so that he's open that you're open to get direction that you're even if he doesn't directly answer you look let me tell you i'll go to god and ask for things and he never um directly answers it's like he gives me puzzle piece here a little breadcrumb over here <laughs> he never get like gives me the total um like direction i don't get like clear directions like he may tell me something and then it's like he doesn't tell me why i just have to do it out of obedience and then maybe later he might tell me okay well that's why i had you do this you know so sometimes the answer comes into your obedience you know your prayer comes through your obedience if you're going to god and asking him god where is this where is that and then he gives you direction and you don't do it you're not gonna know because you didn't follow instructions <laughs> you were not obedient you know and then we're sitting there we're anxious we got anxiety and we're not following the orders in which our blessing will come all right sometimes god protects you because sometimes if he showed you exactly where he was sending you to you'll be like nope you'll opt out you won't even do it you won't even go into it so sometimes he has to ease you into things i don't even know why i'm going here i don't even know why i'm going here <laughs> but sometimes he has to ease you into things and it's not out of obedience it may not make sense to you but you have to while you're waiting on what he has shown you you still have to obey the word of god you have to obey his directions if he tells you to go down the street, you don't even know why you're going down the street. That's part of it. You know, if he, <laughs> he's preparing you for something, you might meet somebody that you need to get uh, some nugget of wisdom from, you know, uh, you never know. You just have to be obedient to God. God is perfecting us in our patience on waiting on him. That's it. That's what I was talking about. God is it. He's perfecting you and you have to be patient. Don't just wait. Don't just sit still twiddling your thumbs. You have to be patient and having patience comes from, that's a, a fruit of the spirit. You know, that takes God, <laughs> you know, that takes something that, that God has to give you, you know, and then that shows that he's with you you know you're going through this waiting process with him you're not like in this waiting room by yourself you have god with you while you're waiting and that helps you um so let's see about the sunday mornings you know don't wait on sunday to give him devotion and give him what is due you're gonna be when you wait on sundays you're gonna you're basically depleted already you're draft you know, and the amount of of infilling that you need is not just going to be on Sunday if you're not going to take it and apply it throughout the week. You got to talk to God all the time, all the time. So waiting becomes easier while remaining patient with the word of God. We have something to focus on and something that will provide strength. Like this is your focal point you know whatever word that he gives you keep it close to your heart and let that be like the focal point in your day let that be the focal point like god i know you promised this i know you promised that let that be the focal point as you go through life as he is guiding your steps um earlier i mentioned that there is purpose in waiting when done right waiting can be a means of transfer formation in order to transition into the blessing and promise i will read that again waiting can be a means of transformation in order to transition into the blessing and promise all right uh that's what we have to that's what it is it's it's transforming you all right it's trans forming you in order to transition into the blessing and promise so it's getting you ready waiting is getting you ready 
So then that you can transition. You can't, sometimes you're waiting because I, I think I mentioned it earlier. You're waiting because if you go into what you are now, it's just not going to work. So it's best to just wait. All right. Wait with God. <laughs> so let's see. No one doesn't like the pain of transforming. That could be a reason. Sometimes we're waiting and God wants to transform us. Yep. I can't get away from that this season, y'all. Just like the caterpillar in the process of becoming the butterfly. I can't get away from that. And I sincerely think that is the word of the Lord, you know, for a lot of people, not just me. But it's that we're in this cocoon. A lot of us are in this cocoon. We're waiting. We can't wait. You know, God, you promised I will be a new creature. I will be, you were, go, you were going to do a new thing. But being enclosed in this dark and squeezed and, you know, just in this tight wrapped up thing, it's not fun. It's not fun. You don't know what's going on with, with you, you know? Like the caterpillar doesn't really know what's going on. He don't even know what he's looking like. You know, he just has to know, I got to wait till light comes to know, to, to finally know what I'm looking like. <laughs> and it's painful. And I always say, nobody knows what's going on in that cocoon, but the, the caterpillar and God. So nobody knows the transformation that you're going through besides you and God. And that could be a lonely place. You know, a lot of people may not understand you or understand what's going on with you. But in that waiting, God is transforming you so you can transition, so you can fit into what he said you could have. A lot of us think that we, re we are ready. Lord, I'm ready. You know, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready now. That's the desire. But truly, for real, reflect and ask yourself, are you really, truly ready for what God has told you that he was going to do for you? Think about it. Think about what it takes. Think about things that you have to take care of. Think of things that you have to, you know, your house may have to be in order. Think about it. You know, some of us, we say we want a husband. Think about it. Are you really ready for that? You know, and vice versa. Some of us may say we want a wife. Are you really ready for that? <laughs> Some of us may say, I'm ready for that high paying job. Are you really ready for that? Because some of us may spend everything that drops into our account. We don't, we can't handle that much money. You know, so are we really ready? That waiting could be training you. That patiently waiting could be training you to know how to handle your money. Handle that money when it comes. Handle that husband or wife when he or she comes, right? You want to be emotionally healed before God gives you somebody. You want to be able to give, you know, to them. You want to be able to give 100% as they give 100%. It's not 50-50. You give 100, he, he or she gives 100, right? Because if you're both giving 100, no one's lacking. <laughs> you're both giving, you know, and supporting and doing all of this stuff and doing what you can. You know, there's no, no lacking. But a lot of people want to receive and don't want to give and say that you're ready. And God is trying to make you not ask for someone because you're empty. Because listen, no person on this earth can ever give you what you need. You know, that that will um, make you have that happy and peace and joy except for God. So if you don't know that he's enough right now, having that person is not, it's, it's not enough. It's not going to be enough either. All right. So. Let me go ahead. I went on a little tangent, y'all. <laughs> Sometimes it becomes so hard to let go of, ooh, let me see. So we talked about transformation in order to transition. 
I kind of drove that home. <laughs> and then uh, you become unlike you want. Let me read that again because I got to read all of this together. No one doesn't like the pain of transforming. You become unlike you once were and into the thing God always willed for you to be. That's not easy thing. Sometimes we're comfortable with where we are now. You know, how many of us are just comfortable with the way that we are now? And God doesn't want us to be comfortable. If we're going to get what God has for us, we got to get out of the comfort zone. You're not going to be the same person that you that you will be when you get it, get the promise. Never. You're not going to be the same person. All right. Um, so you become unlike you once were and into the thing God always willed for you to be. Sometimes it becomes so hard to let go of the old man to make room for what God wants you to do. It's hard to let go of the old us. It's hard to let go of, like I said, what we feel comfortable. Sometimes we get so caught up in thinking that we are who we are. That's our personality. Take it or leave it. And you're wondering why you can't get what God wants you to have. Because you don't want to change. You don't want to transition. You don't want to transform. Some of y'all don't even want to go. Like we're talking about the caterpillar and the, and the butterfly. Some of y'all don't even want to go into the cocoon. Some of y'all not even in the cocoon. Y'all just don't even want to go in it. You don't even want to get wrapped up. You just want to scoot on, scoot on like the caterpillar. And you know it's time for you to change. You know it's time for you to to be locked away somewhere for a minute so God can deal with you. And we just keep on scooting along, being that same old caterpillar, eating the same old things and wondering, God, where, where's my change? You said I was going to be in a new location. Okay, you a caterpillar. Butterflies can go far uh, further than a, a <laughs> caterpillar can go. You know, yeah, you could probably get there being a caterpillar. Yes, Lord, help us. Yes, you can get there being a caterpillar, but how fast and how far you will go when you're a butterfly? You can soar. You can float. You can see things that you couldn't otherwise see when you're a caterpillar. Caterpillar only is, is like in a low level, can only see the ground, right? And think that's all that there is, is the ground. And eating whatever, you know, whatever little plants and stuff that they can eat. I'm not sure what else butterflies eat. I think they eat the, I don't know. But I know they have their pick of going to these different trees and these different places and tasting different things, you know, and experiencing different things. And being pretty while doing it. You know, butterflies are beautiful. <laughs> so everybody looks at butterflies. You know, everybody loves to look at butterflies. Right? And I think God, does, I'm just going off and just, just this tangent of this butterfly. God created the butterfly to be beautiful. It gets attention. You know, this is God's creation. You know God made that butterfly. So think of it yourself. That's our whole purpose. To be made to be that butterfly so people can look on us to know that God created that. All right? God created that. Like, oh my God, that is such a beautiful thing flying around. Yes, butterflies are inspiration. Yes. Like we should want to soar and have everyone look up on us to glorify God. So that waiting patiently will pay off because you'll be just like that butterfly. All right. Um, this requires patience while waiting. God may have given you a heads up that there is a thing he must do in you first. And it may take a season. You know, we don't know how long it's going to take. And I think, like I said, I think that's the painful and worst part. We don't know how long God is going to take doing all of this. 
but just focus on the outcome. Anything that God puts his hands on, like it's just unmatched, you know, and it's much to be desired. You know, people will know that God has, God did something with you. God has made you like this, this wonderful thing <laughs> that everyone, you know, like the butterfly are, are inspired. People will get inspired by you and want to seek the very God that you waited for, right? They're going to want to wait on God too. <laughs> and you'll be able to tell them the pain that you went through, you know, so that they will want to transition. Uh, like I said, God may have given you a heads up that there is a thing he must do in you first and it may take a season. In my eyes and personal experience, this is definitely worth the wait. And that's the end of the blog. It wasn't too long this week. Um, and that's basically wrapping up, you know, the, the pain series. You know, y'all know on here, I talk about emotions and stuff like that, but God wanted me to specifically target pain points, you know, for some things that people may be dealing with in this season, how long or everything we will endure during the process, how long or everything we will endure during the process. Joseph going from the pit to the palace. It took years. That, listen, Joseph, Joseph is my boy. Like me and him are here. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm, I'm in that process with Joseph. I can't tell you exactly where I'm at <laughs> with Joseph. I don't know if I've, I'm out of Potiphar's house yet, or I'm in the, in the jail, or I'm, I'm being brought out to um, interpret the dream. I don't know, but I know I'm in that in that place to just be, to just wait on God to just be faithful in his directions and to hold on to the dream that he's given me, to hold on to the dreams that he has given me. You know, basically, yep, those growing pains. God had to put Joseph through so much. Joseph could have had heads rolling. Like his brothers came back and got some food. He could have like fed his brothers to like the lions. But he knew that pain had purpose. You know, what he went through had purpose. He had to go through to be ready. He had to be in the world system, the Egyptian system. You know, he was learning so much about that system that he was able to be second in command. He's already observed how they were doing their crops. He knew what the workers were doing. You know, by just being enslaved <laughs> in a place. So he was learning. He was learning and growing in knowledge of the very thing that he was going to be over. Right? So sometimes we're waiting because we need to learn some stuff. Like I was saying, look at this time and waiting as a time of getting some, getting some education. And I don't mean like in a literal, just some life skills, some life things that you will need when he delivers that promise you gonna need all of this listen <laughs> you gonna need all of this that of what you're doing while you're waiting but you're not gonna learn if you're sitting on your hands and thumbs and not doing anything not wanting to learn just sitting there angry just sitting there with your your arms crossed god when you gonna do it when you go learn these lessons that he got all around you, <laughs> when are you going to take it and just say, okay, I'm just going to learn it while I'm here waiting. All right. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this will probably be the last emotion Monday for, I'm trying to maybe do the end of January. Y'all know I take my Jesus breaks. <laughs> and it's not necessarily a break. I'm really working on some things. I have some exciting things coming that you guys will probably see um, announcements in within a, within a couple weeks. You know, uh, God has put me in this season where now um, I'm confident to pour. 
what I know, you know, things that I thought that I had no use for has now become of use, you know, um, so I'm excited about it, about just stepping out on faith, doing this to edify, you know, God's people. Because a lot of people, look, I'm going to just go on this. A lot of people know how to do things, you know, um, for their own, but don't know, don't pour out what they know so everybody can have a chance, you know, and God has been uh, kind of telling me, I don't, I don't want to get into and tell you guys exactly what I'm doing you know, for a couple of weeks till I get some stuff together. But that to push, God, like there needs to be more of, of his children's voice out here more than ever. Like doing these lives and doing, you know, podcasts and stuff. There needs to be more that's pushed, pushed out. And a lot of, of people are discouraged, you know, or feel like they, they can't do it, you know, and you can't listen. If I can do this, when I struggled at first to get on here, <laughs> nobody but God ministered to me and, and, and gave me a pep talk about coming on here, getting over my fears and b- being on here talking. You know, I could have never imagined in a million years that I would just be on here doing these weekly and doing things consistently doing podcasts consistently doing whatever on a consistent basis so i thank god you know for what's coming and what he has put in my spirit you know to plan for 2022 i'm so excited i'm so excited about 2022 it's definitely going to be the year for the remnant the remnant the remnant if you have been waiting patiently 2022 will probably definitely be your year all right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it might be your year. <laughs> it might be your year. If you feel like you've been in a cave, you've been and, and you've been seeking God in that cave, in that darkness. He was developing you for such a time as this. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, 2022 is going to be a time. It's going to be such a revelation of God like we have never seen him before. Like, I mean, glory, deliverance, just people walking into what they've been called to be. It's going to be, it's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful time. And I'm glad that I've listened to the directions God has given me to prepare for this time. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and end it there. End it there. And like I said, stay tuned for them announcements and, and everything that I got going on. So um, let me go through my disclaimers. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Songs of My Emotions Ministries. Uh, You'll get notifications that I'm on. I'm starting to put like other little videos. I've been doing prayers also uh, that I do on my TikTok. And please follow me on TikTok for the Bonnet Chronicles. So my name, I changed it from my name to a sonnets and bonnets. I'm supposed to be reciting poetry on there, y'all. Poetry is very personal to, to me. I will recite some poetry on there as well. But for now, it's been words of um, inspiration, encouragement. And now it's been prayers. God had put it, like, especially this week on my heart. And I he, and it was confirmation a couple weeks ago to start praying. You know, to start giving these little prayers and put them on TikTok. And then also, you know, right now my assignment this week is to pray declarations and decrees, you know, on TikTok. So that's what I'm doing now. I, I have one up there now, so you can look and see. Um, this does upload to my podcast, available on most platforms if you have Amazon Music uh audible you can google me it will show up on many channels um um look i just have android look i had to think of apple <laughs> you know anything apple um uh that is it's available it's available on there um my email is rolinda mccoy at the pfme.com if you want to email me contact me for anything you know, go ahead and do that on Instagram as Rolinda C. McCoy. Follow me on Instagram. And that's pretty much it. Oh, and my book. Look, another book is coming, y'all. Another book is coming. All right. It's a poetry. 
poetry book this time. Um, but this one is out. Um, it's a very good read. Plenty of pages. <laughs> good read. It's my first book. It's my baby. Uh, the Psalms of My Emotions. This, the ministry has been birthed from this book. And if you read the reviews, people have been blessed you know, by this book. There's been so many testimonies and things coming off of this book and how God has used me. All right. So I thank you guys for tuning in. And I definitely will see you guys another day, another time. Y'all know I be putting little random videos and, you know, just please listen to my podcast. I promise it will bless you. You can listen to it while you're in the tub. Listen to it while you're driving your car. I promise you will be blessed by it. All right, you guys have a good night and I'll check you later. Bye-bye.